Result. It's a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. Known to spit truth so y'all can understand his glory. It's a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. Known to spit truth so y'all can understand his glory. It's a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. Known to spit truth so y'all can understand his glory. It's a tribute to all the ones who ran before me. Known to spit truth. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Unsolicited, episode 31. I am your host, the Evangelical Norm. So, uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday morning, uh, T. Barlow jumped on Facebook, did a Facebook Live. I actually watched the video uh, probably an hour later, so I didn't see the live video that he did. But he came on and started talking about a video that he had been working on that was uh, just really important. It had some some visuals and stuff. And as he was talking about, you know, the, the different video clips that he had put in here to go with the song, um, just, again, how powerful and how um, pertinent to today's situations that is happening you know racially riots all the stuff that's going on and beyond that but um so he started talking about it and he said you know really i wanted people to go check out the video let me know what you think kind of thing and so i was like i I started to go look at it to check out his facebook page and check the link but then i was like you know just the the way that he um did that and talked about it I mean, with anything an uh, an artist does and stuff like that, you really want to know what people's uh, raw reaction is, right? You know, their their initial just unbiased, um, untainted, un uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uninfluenced by any exterior things that initial raw reaction to these things and so i said you know what rather than go watch it now i'm just gonna avoid d's page um and i had to (laughs) there were a few times that as i was scrolling through facebook looking at things t would come up someone else would have commented on it and this video would would get ready to start and i'd be like i gotta gotta scoop past it because i wanted to watch it and let you guys see just my raw reaction to this so i haven't heard the song i haven't seen the video um i've seen like the very first like two seconds excuse me so i mean it's the 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 bar logo and uh and i can hear a woman talking so that's as much as i know i've seen none of this so what you're going to see here and i'm what i'm gonna do is i'm just gonna let the video play just like you would be watching it on your own i'm just gonna let it play and watch it and just let my emotions do what my emotions will do the way that he talked about it i mean 
y'all know me i'm i'm really i'm the guy that's willing to jump on here and ugly cry um and just embarrass myself you know you want to see ugly cry go watch my reviews of dusty martel's stuff when i first came uh, upon his his stuff and um the beauty and the struggle the the first album american holocaust all that stuff so you really want to you if you just want to watch me ugly cry that's the stuff to go do or watch my couple of the the let me tell you episodes i did on abortion um but so if this is what uh what it i think it is and how how t uh you know how he presented it we may have some ugly cry go on we'll see um but so i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into it we'll watch this video and then i'll come back afterwards we'll watch it again and kind of stop and break it down um so with that all that being said here we go a
hands in doors. It's so amazing how the king who reigns was born. His blood out for restoration. So we shouldn't be complacent with no one. That's how Christian with his visions in our nation. You can't come down to your own matter. And don't you try to put it on your face and you're a matter. Because we better than it. think I caught half of the words um I mean I caught the gist of it especially you know as he's talking about the church separated that the wheat and the tares and um you know in the lake of fire burning like my passion to see them saved and uh, so many just powerful images there that yeah it, It, it's something when you when you leave the podcast or speechless, right? I'm I'm supposed to be talking about this, and I got I got nothing. Um, I mean, this is this is the world we live in. I mean, this is you know, this is America. But I mean, he he took it so far beyond there. I mean, the the Christians that are persecuted, and again, that hits close to home for me. I do the Fifth Seal podcast um, throughout the year, talking about. Uh, persecuted Christians and you know so many Christians have been killed in Nigeria you know and I think about we talk about right now where we're going oh the church is so persecuted right now they won't let us the government's trying to not let us meet and have services and stuff like that and literally there are people in in Nigeria that are being murdered because they're Christians their church buildings being burnt down you know and I'm not saying that you know, we shouldn't be able to, I don't think the government should be able to tell us not to have church services, but I mean, uh, to have a, the, the state of California bring a, a restraining order against the Calvary church there, whatever, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Um, it is so much, uh, lower on the scale than you know in china where they're tearing crosses off of churches egypt where their churches are being burned nigeria where churches are being burned um you know all these different places where where christian girls are being kidnapped and and so on you know he he showed the the clip of the 21 the 21 men that the isis marched out onto a beach and beheaded um yeah i used that clip in in the beginning of of one of my podcasts and um the fifth seal that that clip is in there and then you know she's showing all the stuff from world star and um you know just 
black people beating up black people. You know, the beginning, the girl talking about, uh, you know, a brother come out and pulled a gun on them where she had talked to the police. They were trying to clean up after some riots and trying to clean up and, and, and the cops had come out and then a black man comes out and pulls a gun on her and these five other women. Um, you know, and then there's, you know, imagery of white people, police officers on and other white people on black people. And then I, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure it was in there, but even now today we're seeing white on white and it's just so much violence period across the board. And we're supposed to be image bearers of God and, and, and there was a time where, where across the board that was somewhat respected, but we see that, that, and again, I've made the statement if, and, and we owe much of this to Darwin and evolution and being taught in the schools and so on. When you teach children that they're nothing more than highly evolved animals, why would you be surprised when they start to act that way? And that's what the majority of this, these videos are, these clips that we're seeing is it's just the, the, the teaching that you're nothing more than an animal played out to the full extent of its logical end, right? And, and so just, man, T1 line, when he said this is the, he worked hard and this, there was, I mean, my brother left a lot of his soul in here, right? I mean, if you know T, if you listen to him and you, you've, you've seen and interacted with him on Facebook or anything else like that, I mean, that's my, the extent of my knowledge of, of this man, and I would consider him my friend be, just based on our, our interaction on Facebook. I mean, those of you who know him have, have sat down at a table with him, have broke bread with him, know far better than I do, and yet I know that this man has a passion to see people saved. He has a passion for the Word of God. He has a passion for God's truth to be put out there, and that's what this is. This I mean, it's just you are image bearers of God, and you matter that those who are, are at the lowest of lows, and you know, the drug use and stuff like that, I mean, and just... <sighs> The, the line that's in there, and I'll, I'm, I'm gonna play it again, and we'll get there. And you know what? Let's let's do that. Let's. I'm gonna I'm gonna start this thing, and then we'll pause as we go through, and we'll talk about little bits and pieces of it, and just kind of break it down. Um, and I'm gonna try to listen a little closer to the words this time, um, other than those that are just written on the screen to help help me out. But here we go. And there's nobody, nobody at the checkout. But this nigga just pulled a gun out. out. Oh, oh, not, not just me, me but, but five, five of the black female. Y'all sitting up here really pretending like y'all did this shit over black, 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 black lives. A black, black man, man who looks like, like me, me, who should be out there protecting me. me. Just, just pull a gun out on me and five of the sisters. So y'all tell me, keep lying to y'all Talk about this is a black lie. Because I'm out here trying to clean up. When the when police, police came here, they didn't pull out no gun on me. me. But my brother did, so now I'm in my car, and I'm going to go home. Because at the end of the day, I'm still open, and there's nothing that I can do. At the end of the day, I feel hopeless. Right? I mean... I, I've, 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 I've talked to people on both sides of, of the BLM thing, um, you know. My sister-in-law that lives here with us, I love her 
dearly is card-carrying member of the Black Lives Matter movement. And, you know, and, and I don't agree with all that, but I can, we can talk and I can hear her her heart in this and where she comes from and, and a real fear that she or her brothers may get shot by police one day. There's a real fear. And I mean, I look at statistics and I go, well, it's not really, doesn't change the fact that this is what has been seen. I mean, over and over and over again, the videos and, you know, you can name the names down the line, Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, uh, you know, Philandro Castile, Freddie Gray, uh, Eric Garner, you know, the list goes on and on. Ahmaud Arbery, George Floyd, uh, Jacob Blake. We see this and then we can, you know, we can break it down into, uh, well, you know, justified, unjustified. And, and I'm, I'm willing to have that argument. But what she sees is men who look like her and women, Breonna Taylor, shot, justified or not, shot and killed by police or vigilantes or whatever right but then yet when when she's out here this lady just wants to go clean up her community and has an interaction with police where there's nothing no violence no racism no anything and then turns around and has her who should be considered as she said should be out there protecting her but is threatening her and these other women with a gun and she's like, I, I'm just, I, I feel hopeless. I'm going home. I came out here to do something good for my community, but this situation has just taken it out of her. And again, it's like, you know, it, to quote President Trump, there are fine people on both sides, right? Um, yeah, he, he was in a weird situation, but... I mean, there are people in, in the BLM, and again, I don't agree with that movement, the, the, the platform that they stand on. I mean, I believe, with, I believe wholeheartedly in the statement that black lives do matter. But you can't separate that from the group anymore. And, and that, you know, there's, there's issues there that we can't. Um, but then on the other side, there are some great cops. There are some... some Okay, there are no great people in Antifa. Uh, maybe there could be. I don't know. Um, but again, there, there's these issues. But to have, I mean, just to hear the 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 literal hopelessness in her voice. She's like, how, how you know, if if you're coming out here and pulling guns on black women trying to clean up their community, well, then this isn't about black lives. This is about something completely different. I'm broken, 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 I
you know, messages that we're, we're tired of being hated, but then going on and, and seeing this island amongst each other. It's like hatred has, knows no boundary, right? And and it's it's not in the flesh. It's on a higher plane. This is a this is a completely spiritual uh, fight that we're having, and it's 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 interesting that it's focused on the color of our flesh. It seems to be. But, but it's so much higher than that. And, and to be able to stop and step back and, and look at that. I mean, I know that there are people out there that are, are tired of hearing people say that the gospel is the answer. But, I mean, I've, I've said it a thousand times myself. And I truly believe that the only way that racism stops is if people get saved. The only way you take the, the, the stony heart out of a racist man is for him to become regenerate and a, 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 the Holy Spirit to come and change him and take that heart of stone and replace it with a heart of flesh. It is a spiritual battle and we have to be preaching the gospel. Um, but then, but we don't just stop there, right? I mean, we understand that, that, to say that this is a gospel matter doesn't mean it just stops at preaching the gospel and then we turn around and we go home. There are other things that can be done and have to be done, but it has to involve the gospel. What good does it you know, profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You know, we could go out there and talking about healing and you know prayer. When I came out, I came out of a, a real Pentecostal background, so we were always talking about healing and going to Walmart and getting people up out of their wheelchairs and stuff like that. And and I, I, this is where my, <laughs> I began to separate from that movement, but I was like, well, it doesn't do any good if we don't pair it with the gospel, because what good does it do if I go stand some dude up out of his wheelchair, um, onto a, a perfectly good pair of legs and then let him walk off in the kingdom of hell, right? This is, this is far bigger than just race issues or flesh issues or color of flesh issues this is a spiritual battle that that is literally being fought and 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 we need to take up arms we need to take up arms in this spiritual battle and and fight right i mean people on both sides holding on to their hate we can talk about good people on both sides but honestly i mean let's step back to a comfort is, is there really any good people no no there is none good no not one there's none righteous christ righteousness is what we need and and but we've got people again people on both sides that are just holding on to hate you know again i look at some of the talking about the the church separated i i know kirk 
Kennedy did uh, one of the last podcasts for Cross Examine. They were talking about uh, where um, some of this this racial division started to come up in the church, and he he went back a little further. I I look back and I'm like, where I saw it, and maybe I missed the beginning of it, but where I saw saw it start with MLK fifty, and there was just this you know this schism of there were some that were like mlk was a great guy and you know he did this and then there's these other people going he was an adulterer and he was this and he was that and uh there's a line in in one of kurt kennedy's songs and now i can't think it but think of which song it is and i'm pretty sure it's on the appendix it might be in philosophy but it's essentially if mlk was a wasn't real truly a believer then what does that say about the church? And I'm horribly paraphrasing this. What does it say about the church that God had to use an ungenerate, unregenerate, adulterous sinner to do what was done by MLK because he accomplished much? But, you know, we think about him and, and talking about his his whole thing was love, you know, peace and love and uh, apparently a little more love than, than he should have with, with women who weren't his wife. But we can talk about that another time. Um but again, where we've got these people holding on to hate, and literally, I mean, we've got we've got Antifa that just out to, is out there to see the world burn, and that stems from hate. And we've got you know some people within the Black Lives Matter movement that really want to see you know join in in this rioting and stuff like that because of hate. And then you have the Klan, you have these these white supremacists that are still out there. Race, yes, racism still exists. And there's hate on both sides, but this is the line that he mentioned. Could possibly be the one where they're thrown in the lake, and I'll be burning like my passion just to see them saved. And we do, I mean, I do. I have a desire to preach the gospel and see people saved. And the unfortunate reality is there's a lot of those people that are going to reject the gospel that me or T or anybody else shares with them. And, and their 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 fate is a lake of fire. I simply be the one where they're falling in the lake and they'll be burning like my passion just to see them saved. And when I pray, I pray the Lord their souls be praised. So when we come on that great day, their souls be raised to fellowship for eternity with glorious praise. I'm bound by the ethnicity, so gone are the days in which we war. We're living on our shields and swords forever. Students of the peace, kneel to the Lord, a single of the court. Harmonious like singing in the court. And every evil you can think of, you will think of no more. That's the reward for those ones who cling to the Lord. So stay in the court, this Christ took the head of his force. When he was crushed by my father for my sins endured. It's just amazing how the king who reigns with war, his blood out for restoration. So we shouldn't be complacent with no war. That's a Christian with these issues in our nation.
If you're broken, let it make you whole, right? Love your neighbor. I, I, I needed this today, right? I, I, so, I mean, just watching and listening to the stuff surrounding uh, Jacob Blake um, and, and, you know, even just being on opposite sides of this, this idea with I mean, yesterday morning, I, we, I, every Thursday morning, me and, and two of my brothers meet in my office and pray, um, from six to seven o'clock, we, we get together, we fellowship, we talk about, ask how we can pray for each other, catch up over the week and, and then pray together. And we got to talking about, uh, Jacob Blake and, and, I, I looked at it as a, I, I don't think he should have been shot seven times in the back, but ultimately it was a justified use of force from what I saw based on all the facts of the situation and so on. And my, my brother Darren was like, no, it, it was straight up attempted murder. And so we have this, this, you know, thing and, and all day long as I'm listening and I'm frustrated over you know, just all the, the the fires and the riots and the burning and the stuff and 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 if we could just come back to the place where we love our neighbor, recognizing that they they bear the image of God and you know again we weep with those who weep and we mourn with those who mourn and we want to see justice happen for you know for in whatever situation but then we also want to know that sometimes justice means that the shooting was justified and sometimes justice means that an officer went far beyond his bounds or a civilian vigilante went far beyond their bounds and we want to see justice in all of these cases and we don't just want to react and you know, again we don't we should be we should want all the information that's possible but not just if we're hoping that that information like when when George Floyd was killed it was like there was an expectation to go back and dig up this man's criminal history which was there and the same thing with with Jacob Blake you know or Ahmaud Arbery it was all trying to dig up their 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 and and give some kind of justification well no we shouldn't just be looking for what justifies the police we should be looking for truth on either side you know how how would we react different with Jacob Blake if we knew that this was a man who loaded up his three kids into his car went to harass a woman who had a restraining order against him then had the police called they show up and you know tase him tackle him he he shrugs them off and he gets to his car and is reaching for something and then is shot the story sounds a little different that way, but then when we turn around and we look at George Floyd as well, now they're they're coming out with new uh, autopsy reports and saying he had all this fentanyl in his system and so, so on and so forth. Well, my issue with this, and I posted this on Facebook, is now you've got to convince me that he would have dropped dead nine minutes later had he not been under the knee of Derek Chauvin, right? And I, I just... 
I don't get it. I don't see it. But we have got to be coming back to this place where we are looking at all of these people as our neighbor. We need to love our neighbor. We shouldn't just be finding where they're guilty or where they're wrong and whatever. We should be looking at this from a point of how can we bring the gospel to bear in this situation? And how can we love our neighbor in this situation? And really examining that. Not just how can we justify the police or how can we, we uh, you know, um, I can't think of the word that I, I want to use. I, um, exalt the, the one who was shot. Um, DFI, I don't know if that's the word I'm really looking for, to make them into a hero when maybe they really weren't. You know, we shouldn't be just looking for the, the, the truth that justifies our narrative. We should be looking for the truth that glorifies God. And in that is how we're going to love our neighbor. So, I hope this was helpful. This is just my gut reaction to an amazing piece by, by T. Barlow, man. Brother, thank you. I, I, like I said, I, I needed to see this today because it, it, it almost gave me uh, just a little bit of a, a, a reset in, in my thinking because I was getting so frustrated with different things. And, and really, this kind of brings me back to it. I don't have to be frustrated in anything if I'm just looking for the truth that glorifies God. And that's all wrapped up in the gospel. So as always... Preach the gospel at all times and use words because they're necessary. And until next time, solely Deo Gloria. Mm-hmm.